is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is day three. After the Lions' loss in San Francisco, I promise to get over this. I'll go with June when it's golf season. Because we're going to be talking about the Lions. You're watching the Senior Bowl, which Roman Wilson, that, that guy might be sliding into the first round. Oh, my Lord. He'd look great in a Lions uniform, maybe at, at the end of the first round. But we're going to be talking about the Lions and the NFL draft is in Detroit. So the Lions are front and center right in into the combine and the free agency, which begins, I think, that second week in March. Now, I, I am changing my tune on the Super Bowl, and I'm actually going to root for San Francisco. And let me explain this. Because this nonsense now, and I'm hearing Colin Coward in the media and defending Taylor Swift. I don't dislike Taylor Swift personally. I don't listen to her music. I don't care about her love life. And I don't care about Travis Kelsey's love life. I mean, if my show was about my love life every day, we'd never be able to talk about sports. So I don't do that to you. I don't talk about the celebrities I date. I talk about the Lions. I talk about the Wings, the Pistons. Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us. He went out there on a trip to the NFC Championship game. I don't talk to him about my love life. We're going to talk about the Lions losing. And are they going to move the state championships out of Ford Field because the Lions lost? I don't know. There's a lot to get to. <laughs> oh, but And so many people, like, because I say, look, I have a right to say I don't like her music. I don't follow her. I don't want to see her in the suites, uh, hugging and kissing after the game. NFL fields aren't for – it's not like you know, the no turnaround at the end of the road. It's not a make-out lot. And then people are like, oh, you're just being – and you're being rude. I'm rude. I'm not rude. I don't want it. I have a right to have my opinion like everybody does in America. It's not the thing that seems to work lately. But I have my right. And I walk in and Superfly goes right away. Right away says, I don't understand why you don't like Taylor Swift. And he goes, look, I'll be honest. I'm a Swifty. And I'm like, can I fire you? What can I do right now? Not not on the week when the Lions blew a 24-7 lead. It's a very edgy week right now for me. And I'm getting through it. This show is... Mental therapy. 
because we got a plus yesterday on Ben Johnson staying. I think there's a message inside Allen Park, which is one of the best cultures in sports right now, that these dudes know. They know they blew an opportunity and they want to get back there. And that will be their off-season mantra. That will be the theme when the NFL draft and everything's rolling through Detroit at the end of April, right? That will be a theme. That we were close, we had it, and we gave it away. You got to give Niners credit. They got a ton of talent, right? Debo Samuel, McCaffrey, Purdy, as much as you look at him and go, you know, I don't think that guy's that good. All he does is win. He's like a taller Doug Flutie. All he does is win. And it scrambles. How can you scramble when you're pulling a piano like that? How can you scramble when you're that slow? Oh, so I'll get over that. We'll talk to Mark in a moment. He was out there with the Suns. What a trip, man. Halftime. Well, I think I even texted him. And we'll talk about that at halftime. I'm texting everybody. This is a problem. I'm talking to Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network. We're making plans for Vegas. We're going to do five shows. We're going to be out there with DraftKings. We're going to be at the Cosmopolitan. We're doing all this. I'm going to the ABC parties. Could be in a suite with LeBron James who just signed on with DraftKings. No. Now I'm here having Superfly tell me that he's a Taylor Swift fan. That's how quick 72 hours, less than 72 hours. Oh, my Lord. And I got a, you know, I stayed up late last night. Michigan, Michigan State basketball game ended around three in the morning. If you're keeping track, I don't know how Izzo's new little grandbaby could even stay up. That kid must have had like Red Bull in a baby bottle to stay up that late. I mean, my Lord, game got over like around midnight on, on the Peacock, which people are complaining. I guess it was slow for some people. Like it would stop, and then it plays that music like, we'll return shortly. I don't want to hear that music. I want to see the game. And I'll give Michigan credit. They shot lights out in the first half, but as I said on the Huge Show Facebook and Twitter pages, they shot over 60%, and they were only up two at halftime. It's not going to last. It could. You get basketball anomalies where you just shoot lights out 40 minutes. And then Izzo and the Spartans played some defense. They coached up their team. Howard busted out some zones that, again, I'm not a basketball coach. But it, it, the coaching was the difference with Izzo and his staff against Howard. And I don't know how Juwan Howard, I'm looking at the schedule, I don't know if there's a guaranteed win the rest of the way. And that will be two straight years. And yeah, I know Ward Manuel gave him a vote of support over the weekend. Would have been nice for Jimmy to get one of those in between three national or three Big Ten championships beating Ohio State three times in a natty, but we're not going to go back in time. I did see a story that Harbaugh is getting reportedly $16 million a year. Third highest behind Belichick, who was making $20 million a year. Wow. Peyton is like $17 million, and he has the same agent as Peyton, $16 million. And if he didn't take it, Vrabel was going to get the job. But now Harbaugh in his like NFL sweater and his hat and that powder blue, he's looking like his dad. Harbaugh looks like, not that he aged, but he... He looks like somebody's grandpa coaching the Chargers instead of 
even though he wore his cleats on the private jet they show him flying back, he wears cleats like for tennis shoes. Whatever. He's hardball. He'll be missed. And McDonald now gets a Seattle job. So you have to wonder, is Minner going to go with Harbaugh? Is he going to go replace McDonald with Baltimore? Also, these Michigan coaches that they all know, will Sharon Moore take more hits on that staff? And Chris Ballas said it yesterday. There are big schools coming after their big defensive players. And you're Moore, and you've never been a head coach at Michigan. That is, this is a very... Through spring ball is a very delicate time for Michigan football. Because you can't go from the national championship to all of a sudden you're going to be 5-7 and seven next year. Can't do that. Because you know who's going to get blamed? Not Harbaugh for leaving. Sharon Moore will go on the clock. Go ask, go, go ask Howard. Hey, look how quick it can change. That's when you're making that type of money at big schools, that's how it changes. And Michigan has some talent. I'm telling you, they're not well coached. I'll, that's all I'll say. They have talent. They're just not well coached. There's no rhyme or reason. It, it looked like me playing lunchtime basketball. But then again, no one else would ever get a pass because I'd just be launching every time. You're a ball hog. Yeah, I am. I paid the 89 bucks a month for the club fee. I'm going to shoot as much as I want to. Call the police. Oh, we're not going to pick you. We don't pick. We do the chalkboard. If my name's within the five, I'm playing that next game. Word of advice, don't pass me the ball because you're never getting it back. You're a ball hog. Now, you know what? I hit six twos. I'm happy. We lost 15-12. We took the L in lunch basketball, but I was on fire. (laughs) Uh, I tell you, the Lions losing and no. Superfly saying he's a Swifty. Well, what else could happen? What else could happen right now? I don't know. Let's welcome in Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You were out there, man. I texted you at halftime. We were feeling good. You're out there with your sons, the Niners fans who are really crude. I've been to some games at the old Candlestick. They're not the friendliest fans. And Lions had the place quiet 24-7 at halftime, right? First half could not have gone any better. It, uh, yeah, maintained, you know, held the ball, controlled the clock, uh, had some timely stops. And, uh, yeah, 24-7, uh, listening to Journey at halftime, who I didn't realize was from San Francisco. Uh, but the, we think the song's from Detroit, you know, born and raised in South Detroit. Yep, San Francisco band, which was a, a, a new factoid for me. And, no, my, my oldest son, Jackson, um, he's our law school kid, and he is, since about age four, has been the most uh, dedicated Lions fan in the world. And awesome. uh, he was nervous the whole week last week, Bill, about our kicking situation. I said, okay, Jackson, because he studies it all, and uh, you know he's a former swimmer, was a college swimmer, so everything is numbers and percentages and... He said, Dad, all week, the only thing that really makes me nervous, other than our defensive secondary, was our kicking game. And, you know, ironically, I think, uh, you know, Dan Campbell's maybe not confidence in his kicking game probably uh, drove a couple of decisions in the second half. And I can tell you, being in that stadium, um, when the momentum flipped, it was like a tsunami. And you could just tell that the Lions just couldn't get their hands back on the wheel. Some of the photos I saw the day after – 
and videos. The Because the Niners fans are going to sit around and celebrate when they're doing the NFC Championship trophy, right? And the Lions fans in single file who paid for those great seats by the field having to come up the stairs walking by all the Niner fans. That looked like a tough walk. After they, uh, we didn't get the onside kick, it was kind of the walk of shame. Because um, part of it, when, you know, I was going to have a real dilemma. Uh, so so Jackson and I uh, traveled out together, and then our middle kid, Grant, who's at the Air Force Academy, uh, Grant flew out from Colorado, um, and the deal was that he had to be back at the Air Force Academy for class at 7.30 a.m. Monday morning. So if the Lions were going to win, we were going to take in all the post-game stuff, and then we were going to Uber or taxi Grant to the airport um, in order to catch that red-eye flight so he could be in class Monday morning. Well, when we didn't recover the onside kick, the three of us kind of ha- hightailed it out of there, and it was the walk of shame because uh, oh, and the Niners fans just gave it to us. Uh, uh, un- was it was it was it good natured or was it ugly? It was not good natured. Uh, during the first half, it was somewhat good natured. And uh, but just when the the comeback and just all that momentum, it turned really nasty, really fast. Um, and uh, like I said, getting out of there uh, to get Grant to the airport in time, that was actually the easiest part of the post game. But uh, no, just in everywhere you went out there, Bill, we were downtown San Francisco. The boys and I did dinner and breakfast in San Francisco because the stadium's about 35 miles south of town. Sunday morning, and all you saw was Lions people. I mean, it blew everywhere, and, and just the the way that you know the Michigan folks traveled, and and we love our Lions, and oh, and and I'll tell you, I I still not quite maybe the degree that you're at, but uh, um, it still bothers me. I can tell you, my my oldest son Jackson, um, it might be until the draft um, before uh, he. I think it's back. after the draft when you kind of check off football. For a few months until you get the training camp. Yep. That's what I, I said earlier. So you guys are there. They're up 24-7. You mentioned Jackson likes analytics, your son in law school. Grant, uh, backup linebacker, maybe a starter this year for the Air Force Academy out in Colorado Springs. Are you guys thinking it's game over? Are you comfortable at halftime? Uh, what's the conversation between the Yule boys? Uh, confident. And we said, you know, the biggest drive of the game is going to be with the Niners getting the ball to start the third quarter. And they take the ball down, coming out of the half, and we hold them to a field goal, which um, you could almost tell the vibe in the stadium almost was they were even more down than what they were going into the half because all we got was a field goal. And I think the, you know, and there's been a lot of pundits who have argued back and forth. I think the one that Dan Campbell would like to have back is then on that drive, you know, the fourth and three, do you try and just match field goals? What you've now done is you've kept your 17-point lead. You've now burned half of the third quarter, and, and you're really in no worse of a spot than what you started. But I And I don't think his decision, I'm not, I don't see him as being an analytics guy, but I think in the back of the mind, he had a kicker who was on the practice squad most of the year. When they activated uh, Badgley, you know, at the end of the year, he did miss two extra points. Um, and everybody says, well, if you kick the field goal at the end of the half, why wouldn't you kick it again midway through the third quarter? Well, the field goal 
at the end of the half was a bill you or I could have made that field goal. It was, I mean, a, a chip shot of about 22 yards and, you know, you're now talking over 40 yards and, and I think Campbell would have gotten it either way because he does opt to kick and let's say they miss it. Then I think folks jump all over him that you're, you're not being consistent that Dan Campbell's aggressive and you went for it. And here in a big situation, you, you put your faith in a kicker for a kick over 45 yards. I'm not sure he was, in a win situation all year long, you could tell. And I think you and I would agree the unit where there was always the most confidence was in the offense. And at the end of the day, that's where Dan Campbell pushed his chips. And on this day, he came up short. And you mentioned confidence in Campbell. And as I look back at it and you see the highlights and you, you think it through and the emotion isn't as painful that he never talked openly about his defense a lot. He didn't. You know, Glenn would have their back in those weekly pressers. Sure. And the kicking game. And and I, I don't – I think he felt when you look over there and see Debo and you see Purdy, you see a pretty good line, Kittle, McCaffrey, that, hey, we're in a really good spot, but we need to be three touchdowns up. That, that's when I might feel comfortable. And if you look at the Reynolds throw, I don't debate that first one. Because the throw was right there, couldn't have been intercepted. It's a catch that Reynolds makes 99 out of 100 times. 100% right. And if he catches it, they're at the 21 of the Niners. Now you're at 750-ish on the clock, give or take, to be exact. If you run it, if you throw it, you're going to take at least a couple of minutes with the NFL clock not stopping. So it's going to be some – now you get the field goal, you're in that – guaranteed range, or if you go stick it in the end zone, this is why I think Campbell did it, that if you, they got a field goal, you come back and drop a touchdown, it is as close to game over. Absolutely. Game over. That you, you just sent a message that our defense, which is very porous, and Hutch had his worst game as a line, maybe the worst football game he's played ever. Seriously. And yeah. They got a field goal out of half at home, and you got a touchdown. The mental edge, I think it's game over. Yeah. I really do. I I say, even if you got a field goal to match them after Reynolds makes that catch, my first thought sitting there was when he didn't catch it, that that was the game if he caught it. And the Lions are in a Super Bowl where they could win because Mahomes and Kelsey have been magic again in the postseason. But the Lions beat them with a lesser team. And I know the Chiefs weren't completely healthy. But that's Super Bowl neutral site. I get the experience of Mahomes, but Goff had been the one. I've really thought that was a Super Bowl for the taking. It was. That's the pain. It's more than just losing that game Sunday. 100% because, uh, and, and two, I'm of the age, I'm 49, and, and you look back and the, the Dan Marino thing just keeps running in my mind that, yeah, you know, here was a rookie quarterback and all of that hope and optimism, which I think a lot of us Lions fans are feeling. And, and Campbell said it, which I, I think, you know, we were talking before we went on air that it was a challenge to his team that um, there's no guarantees you're going to get back. And and I think that, that uh, Dan kind of set the, the course or the roadmap already for next year, uh, you know, right after the game Sunday. But no, Bill, that that drop on fourth down, and then the next time the offense touches the ball, it's a one play drive where Gibbs fumbles, and then uh, you know that that snowball was turning into an avalanche. Yeah, and then you had Ayuk with the 
Immaculate Reception 2. And and then even through all of that, you get to another scenario where you have a chance to tie. At that point, even with a shaky kicker for my team, it wouldn't have been go for it. It would have been try and tie it up and give them a lift right now and see if you can fight through the end. Because when you look at the end, and you look at Jamo with the great catch, and you look, the onside kick was a yard and a half yep. away from being there. The timeout they used, oh. uh, it was it killed 40-plus seconds. I There's one side of Dan Campbell who I believe sees his faults, that game management. Even the end of the first half where you didn't go for the end zone. Yep. As much as you, you settled for the field goal, you didn't go for the seven. To be up 21. You wanted three scores, but then you don't want three scores. And then you don't want to tie. And you, no one, even knowing that if you got it to 27 27, if they went down and scored, you're going to get a chance to put the thing into overtime. Either that or is Dan would roll the dice. You come down, you match their touchdown, and you go for two. Like he did the, against the Cowboys. There you go. He goes, guys, this is our, we're a two pointer from going to the Super Bowl. Yep. So I, and I like his gunslinger mentality. I love, I love Dan Campbell. I think Ben Johnson, I think the team, and this is part of how young they are. As I talked to Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com on Monday, he's never seen an NFL team go this far with so many young players. You might see them basketball or baseball once in a while, right? Sure. Hockey, right? You got, you know, young stars. But NFL is so physically demanding. And they had all these young guys. And they're that close. Uh, But where I do feel good for the future, they are built for a great run. They are. It won't be easy. Now you're the hunted. Sure. It won't feel as special as this year did, no matter how. Until they get to the Super Bowl. Now the next hump. They, they had the first playoff game ever at Ford Field against the Rams, got through that, got through Stafford, that storyline, then got to the NFC title game by beating Tampa. So now the next moment that will be euphoric for the Lions fans will be when they win that NFC championship game. Yep. And, you know, luck's involved. I mean, Mahomes can go to six straight. That guy is just unbelievable, isn't he? Amazing. I mean, he is phenomenal. So when you guys are there and it's 27-24, one, one final thought looking back at that game. Your son, Jackson, who analytics and had mentioned concern or concerns about the kicking game secondary, which you know, came to fruition in that second half. What were you guys talking about with your sons, Grant and Jackson? Kick the field goal or do you go for it when it was 27-24? Uh, it was, I think they would have both said, well, now now try and kick it. Um, because, again, to, to tie it up, and, and Jackson even said it, that if we tie it up and even if we give up a touchdown, he said, I could see us going down the field and uh, all or nothing go for two and try and win the game on the road. But, I never thought uh, about that. I never thought about the two late going for it to win it. Because, you know, when you're on the road and you get that late, late momentum, and, you know, I think that's what, what Campbell thought in Dallas. But, uh so close yet so far away, but um, 
No, and, and, and the thing is, a lot of second-guessing at Campbell this week, but what I hope listeners come away with is that guy is finally given, in my entire lifetime, I feel the Lions finally have an identity. And you may not like that identity all the time or in certain situations, but as you said, Bill, the future's bright, a lot of young players, and there's an identity for them to keep building from. And to me, that's the most exciting part. When I looked at my sons leaving for school this morning, Legend and Ace at 16 and 17, they had Lions hoodies on. Yep. That, that that state, it almost gives me goosebumps because that statement alone says they're proud of the, and they're not diehards. They had never wore Lions gear until this playoff run. They had never touched a piece of Lions gear. I'm not going to call kids bandwagon fans, but for them to go put that on going to school, they're proud to wear it now. You bet. That, that, there's a message there about where they're at. And that that steams roll or steamrolls into 10 years from now when they're 26, 27. Are they getting together with buddies and going down to Detroit or going down to Chicago or, or jumping in the car to go to Indy to watch the Lions? That, that's your experience with your two boys. Yep. That you guys had that forever, even in a loss. Even all the talking, you know, the Niner fans are nasty. Then, oh, my God, it's euphoric. They're up 24-7. This is unbelievable. They're going to Vegas. You guys are thinking, okay, Grant, you're in uh, you're in Colorado Springs at Air Force Academy. You're going to come down, uh, Jackson. We're going to go to that Super Bowl. Because I guarantee, Mark, and I'm looking at tickets now, say like twelve grand, and that's without oh. the Lions. Could you imagine if the Lions were in that Super Bowl with the tickets? Yeah, I'd be off the charts. Oh, wow. You know, yesterday I, I declared I cannot watch the Super Bowl. Because when I look at the Niners, I think about the Lions. Yep. I do. And, you know, luckily there's a week in between. I can watch flag football. I think St. Brown got added to the Pro Bowl roster. So Gibbs. <laughs> Whoopty. I don't like the, I don't like the flag football. Thing. I hate it too. I you want to do a celebrity flag football game like they used to do at the Pro Bowl, right? They did it on the beach, but didn't somebody blow out their knee? Yes. <laughs> I think I think some NFL player was it like was it Napoleon McCallum? Somebody blew out their knee. Uh, play maybe it was Woodson or something. Rod Woodson. And I just you know here's what I'm looking at the Senior Bowl. You want to hear my idea to kind of morph things together? You can do a celebrity flag football game, right, where they have fun, few players interact, but take the Senior Bowl. Put it on a Saturday night in Mobile. It's a showcase. It's the NFL Senior Bowl. Guys who are chasing NFL dreams get a showcase, and that's it. Don't do the the flag football. I'm with you. The you know make guys they get their Pro Bowl designation, so they get their 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 contract bonuses or incentives, but. I don't think that anybody really wants to watch that. We didn't want to watch the exhibition game at the end where, you know, and rightfully so, nobody wanted to play and risk injury. And it just, yeah, all this just seems incredibly contrived. And um, I'm with you. Turn the page uh, and, and just. We could honor the guys. They make all pro. They're they're recognized at halftime of this celebrity game and bring all the celebrities down and uh, former players jump in, you know, Barry, Jerry Rice, I you know, in the Senior Bowl, uh, Roman Wilson's looking really good. I'm telling you, that guy would be perfect in the Lions offense. You bet. He'll be picking at the end of the first round, and my dream is over. Last week, all I said was Roger Goodell at the podium, NFL draft in Detroit, 
with the 32nd pick, the world champion Detroit Lions. <laughs> Just wanted him to say that with that crowd there. Mm. I almost felt if they would have held on to win that game, they could have thrown a parade for winning the NFC Championship. They could have thrown a parade. <laughs> and you would have had a million people plus on Woodward. Awesome. Well, great experience for you guys. It was, yeah. The result I wish was different, but uh, yeah, a 30-hour trip trip we'll remember forever. Amen. Mark Hewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, joining us uh, in studio. We'll get the latest uh, when it comes to high school sports in Michigan. Also more uh, on the Lions. If you want to join in, Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text Huge to 21,000, and you can jump in anytime you want to. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, his final thoughts on the Lions season coming up later. Clayton Safey was at the Michigan, Michigan State basketball game last night. We'll hear from Clayton, who's back in Ann Arbor. And Kyle Knight is the police chief for Harbor Springs in beautiful northern Michigan and a listener on 104.7 FM out of Petoskey. We'll have another edition of True and Blue where we put the spotlight on incredible men and women who serve and protect all across the state of Michigan. That will happen at the end of today's broadcast. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. You don't want to miss the savings this week at Meyer. Right now, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills Cheerios and Dan and Yogurt. There are so many ways to save with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. 
He would share for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan on an MHSAA Wednesday. You can watch live and also on demand boys and girls high school sporting events across the state. Go to MHSAA.tv. Even access to games all around the country. Go to MHSAA.tv. Mark Hill, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association in studio. Mike McDonald, former Wolverine defensive coordinator on the fast track. Six-year deal with the Seahawks. McDonald stays at home. I, I, don't, I don't feel Aaron Glenn is NFL ready as a head coach. I wasn't even sure about Johnson. And, and there are some different stories saying that Washington kind of cooled on him a little bit. You know, and I, I just don't sense he's ready. And maybe sometimes if you have that self-reflection and you know you're not ready and don't want to jump into it, but when there are offers of, you know, six years and $7 million bucks a season, not hardball money, it's $16 million. And he picked his strength and conditioning guy, gets to bring staff. His guy got the GM job. So it sounds like the Spanos family told hardball anything you need. And that's why I think it took so long to get the deal done because he wanted probably all this in writing because his lack of trust of those above him from his time at Michigan, which included taking a 50% pay cut, getting suspended last year for the first three games by your own institution. And in the end, those are part of everything that went down where nobody folded Jim Harbaugh for going to the NFL. And one person. No one had a negative about him leaving. But Herbert, the strength and conditioning coach, got the tweets from the players, you know, emojis, the sad faces. People forget how important a strength and conditioning guy is because he's talking to those players probably more than the head coach. Uh, Not even close. That's been Grant's experience at Air Force. Loves his uh, inside linebackers coach um, and their head coach there, uh, Troy Calhoun, is he's a former uh, Air Force quarterback, so he's always been an offensive guy. But you know, Grant says, you know, I've talked to Coach Calhoun, you know, just here and there. But he said, without question, love my position coach, love the defensive coordinator. But the group that he spends without question the most time with it's the strength and conditioning staff all the off season uh, even in season they list every day lift every day um 
And you can see why some of the power programs are paying their strength and conditioning coach just as much as what they're paying their O and D coordinators because they have more impact on the culture of the team and and just the fit of that team. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm seeing that uh, firsthand through my own kid. Yeah, Sharon Moore was the right choice to try and keep continuity, and I think his three-game audition. If he didn't have that three-game audition because of the Big Ten suspension, I think there would have been a national coaching surge to replace Harbaugh. I agree. Yep. It, but I'm telling you, when your your three-game audition includes a win at Penn State and a home win against Ohio State, I mean, um, it, it there was no search. And, uh, yeah, it, it he needs to keep, uh, if not keep, most of the staff intact. He needs to announce, uh, you know, who, who's going to be in what places because that transfer portal – um, things can happen really, really quickly. Yeah, so they're in the middle, I think, uh, almost a weekend. On the 30-day opening, that is guaranteed after a coach leaves. And then you have the portal in the spring, uh, usually right around after spring ball. And that's important. And that's why I do like the hire uh, with more. I think Ward Manuel has issues going on with Howard. Michigan basketball's at the bottom of the Big Ten. I mean, 14th. Out of 14 teams, you know, you're seeing something happening here in college sports that now the NCAA is going after Tennessee on NIL. Uh, But wait a minute, Uh, Harbaugh is the biggest cheater on earth, according to some, for a hamburger, a Connor Stallion story where we still haven't had confirmation it was Connor Stallions and he's Lansing at the CMU Michigan State game. I selective. Uh, hammering and the NIL, and I know you're going through it at the high school level. We'll talk about the latest on that coming up in our next segment. But you know, some of these coaches, Saban at 72, is like, I'm I'm done. John Beeline left early. Uh, you know, Coach K. These guys will say it's later in life, but you're having to re-recruit your team now because of the transfer portal. You're having kids that come at you with an offer from another school, which I don't know how that's not against NCAA rules. Tampering. But there are no rules. Are no rules. That, that's the problem with it. And the transfer portal, even Izzo said it after the game last night. He, he says, we need some rules inside this transfer portal. They were talking about things and what he's liked about his 700 wins. Just some rules. So everybody's playing by the same rules. You bet. And now Tennessee lines up their governors, senators, everybody's behind Tennessee. Harbaugh never had that support. No. He did a little bit with Santa Ono, but he never had that public support, and that's why he's off to the NFL. I do want to touch on the state of politics in the NIL bill that was introduced. Could that become a law in Michigan? We'll get to a new high school sports, if any, coming our way in the winter championships uh, happening at the Breslin on the basketball side, and you got wrestling and all the other sports. So it's a busy winter. Mark Hill, Executive Director, Michigan High School Athletic Association, joining us in studio. Uh, if you do have a comment on the Lions, on the Michigan MSU game, or on high school sports, you can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. 
winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Baba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new food district. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge cheer for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they have a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook is inviting new customers to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, you can get in on the same game parlays. Everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets for Super Bowl 58. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Sign up with code HUGE to take advantage of this super offer. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Swifty told me today that he's a fan of Taylor Swift. He has a right to. I, I'm not saying that. Musical choices. Who you like, who you listen to. We all have our 
our own. That's what the beauty of it. I've always said if you're confined to one genre of music, it kind of says something about your personality. Like, what's your go-to uh, on Apple Music, on your Bluetooth, in your vehicle, when you're working out at home? What's your go-to band or singer, Mark? I'm a Phil Collins old school Genesis guy. So, wow, Super Tramp old school? No, absolutely. Wow. I'm, a, I'm an old soul, Bill. That, old soul. Well, you're 49. I'm 62. I'm like, I, I'm this close to, I'm like six years out of being your dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. My go to would be I like smooth R&B, like old school Johnny Gill, Luther, or I enjoy like Kid Rock, Metallica. Depends on the mood. Right, that would be kind of an anything in between. So I and Superfly said it's every day he gets in his car after working with me and plays "Shake It Off," and uh, <laughs> he, said, he, he does that every day. He says being around Bill for four hours a day, I just got to shake it off and get home. Thank you, uh, Taylor Hayes, uh, for being a part of the huge show and being the best producer on earth. More with Mark Ewell in our next segment. We'll get to NIL. Could it become legal for high schoolers in Michigan? Remember, if you miss anything, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.